Hello. Is anybody home getting sick of this shit? Is anybody in the chat room? Good morning. La, 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 la. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? It's gotta be working. I went through all the shit and rebooted this computer. And I see the little Mikey thing. I know Spreaker's, well, I didn't hit the show. I didn't start the show. This is like the pre-show in technical difficulties. The technical difficulties. Jesus. Hmm. Let's see. Let's go to Podbean on my browser. Hmm. The original Red Pill Show. Hello. Live. Let's see what happens. Hello. 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 What do you mean go live? Wow. I think it's probably because... um. Wow, man, why, why, just why, tell me why, please tell me why, this is not working, can you hear me, DJ Benzo, can you hear me, because I've been messing with this thing, and it's pissing me off, because I think people came on, they couldn't hear me, and I don't know that, unless somebody tells me, oh, thank you. Oh, gee. I'm not losing my mind. Well, in some areas I am. All right. So we can start the freaking show. Oh. Well, since I really fucked it all up, let's do this. Sorry. We're not on the air. We're not. Well, we are on the air, but we're not. Don't make any sense. We're like in queue, but not really. Going to open the phone line. Gmail. Bum, 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 bum. Uno momento. Thursday. Today's Thursday. I cannot wait to get my internet replaced on Saturday. This computer worked phenomenal at my parents' house. And I thought it was a computer before I went there. I got a great connection and I didn't have one problem with this thing. I get back here. So I know it's my internet. I remember the day when the internet was like dial up modem and it worked regardless if it was online or not. Now, if your computer isn't online, it just doesn't even work. Well, at least the Mac. All right. It's Google Voice. There you go. La, 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 la. Open. See, it's taking forever. Good Lord. I'm going to get pissed because it doesn't do anything. Piss me off. Boom, 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 boom. Please load. This is like having a 386 with two 
megabytes of RAM. Four, actually. In a 230 megabyte hard drive. One optical drive. Three and a half inch floppy drive. 56K mode. And piece of shit CRT mode or uh, monitor. Okay. Are you going to load or not? All right. Call. I'm putting this in the chat. This is shit. Eight one five. You can call me now. In order a fucking pizza. Okay. All right. Can we start the show now, please? Okay. Here we go. The original Red Pill Show. Welcome to a brand new episode. Finally. Fuck. Half hour later. All right, let's go.
Welcome to another exciting episode when it works. The original red pill show. Today is Thursday, July 8th, 2021. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. Please use at your own risk. This show is copyrighted by me and Freedom Revolution Network. No part of it can be reused, rebroadcasted in any way, shape, or form without our written consent, or you can just ask. Finally, show is opinionated. The host especially, me, callers 815-290-0912. You can talk and call in about anything. It doesn't have to be on topic. I think it's better anyway. So whatever you want to talk about, call in. I encourage that. It puts a whole different dynamic and dimension into the show. Plus, I like talking to people and hearing from you. But the host, especially callers, 815-290-0912, people that are naughty in the chat room, guess whomever are and always will be opinionated. That's why we do the show. Get it? Under no circumstances whatsoever should opinions be taken as advice. You are seeking professional advice. We encourage you to hire a license if required person in his or her field there, little Tommy. Hey, man. No, that's his name broadcasting live from the wonderful hurricane state of Florida in the United States of America. You get it? United. United States, should I say divided? I don't know. Somebody had term already from the divided states of America. I just coined it. I'm sure someone else has. It's not really that difficult. But isn't it true? Isn't it true? I think so. Yes. We're all going back to England where we started from because we're being overtaken by him. Anyway, you just don't realize it. Okay, that's enough of that. I don't want to go down that road, so I was having technical difficulties. My XLR cord has a short in it, just so you know. But I can hear that when it cuts out, so that won't be a problem. But for some reason, Podbean wasn't picking up the mic, my little cute mixer that I use technical crap but it's shit that you deal with when you're just sitting in your bedroom oh no wait i have to i have to use mind theater i'm sitting in this multi-million dollar studio here in los angeles california see broadcasting to you in your car and your phone the internet whatever and I'm making a million dollars a year. How do you like that shit? No, how about 500 million? Whatever. All right, so how you doing today? Things are finally fluxing. Flux capacitors fluxing. We can do some time travel here. So I'm just going to jump right into this. 
We are broadcasting live on Podbean and Spreaker, Spreaker.com, two of my favorite platforms and formats. And I don't really think they're going to throw me off like there are everybody else. Get ready for that to get shaken up, at least with social media, because I saw that Donald Trump is suing all of them. It's a class action lawsuit, I guess. I don't want to get into it too much. But all I can say, it's about time. If you're coming on and offending people and this and that and just saying some crazy shit, of course, that's perception. But if you're just using your First Amendment and free speech and it doesn't align with political opinions and agendas, uh, you cannot be heard. And that is censorship. So we will see how that turns out. Like them or not, I think it's based on bull. And you really shouldn't be fucking with the First Amendment. So, but people will come on and go, well, you can't yell fire in a theater. Oh, yeah, no shit. But you should be able to voice your opinion, especially journalists. And really, you know what? I don't think journalists should be voicing their opinion. I think journalists should be reporting and let you decide. When I was back in Chicago, I was watching the ABC affiliate WLS Channel 7. And I was so impressed because they were just reporting the news. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so nice. Just, I mean, it wasn't anything good for that matter, but... It was just the news. And I'm like, this is so refreshing because you're just reporting the facts with live remote broadcasts and then the anchors and the whole nine yards. I don't really think Channel 7 has changed the way they've reported the news ever since I was a kid. And I'm like, this is, I just can't tell you how it was like I was in the Twilight Zone because they were actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. Not on my opinions and this and that, like this show, podcast, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's getting beat up pretty bad. Pretty bad. He's starting to go into the realm of, dare I say, conspiracy theories by allegedly defending or opinion, uh, his opinion on Tucker Carlson, what's going on with him, and uh, Alex Jones and all the other people that are speaking out and waking up. Which I think we should. If you want to, I don't know why, but if you want to do a podcast, you should. And you should share your opinion just to make people think. This show, again, is to wake you up and make you think it's not for you to agree with me. It's not for me stumping and get on, on my soapbox and you should think like this and uh, blah, blah, blah. No, uh -uh, you shouldn't. You shouldn't think like me. You should think like you, but you need to have an open mind and not be indoctrinated and listen to facts and oh it's the science well okay here we go with that it's a science from whom 
And yeah, that's a superficial comment or defense, but there's multi layers of science. So think of it again as a rabbit hole. How deep down the rabbit hole, and there's plenty, do you want to go into science? It's science, really. Well, it's science that cars, when I was in high school, got 100 miles per gallon. Where the fuck are they? Oh, well, we're going to talk about something else. You know, it's that thing. Huh. I'm going to tell you something. I don't mean to get on here, but this is just the way this is going and talk about this shit and rant. I'm going to tell you something electric. I am not Elon Musk. I'm not even close. I mean, he's inhuman. And I mean, that as a compliment, very intelligent guy. But if we're all driving electric cars by 2030, I will kiss a monkey's ass. I don't know why I'd want to do that, but I could think of a lot of other people that ass I'd like to kiss female, but I ain't going there. Oh, you're a pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I highly doubt that all fossil fuel vehicles are going to be bye-bye. I mean, it's 20, what is it? 2021, nine years. Hell, it won't happen by 2050. But gas is going through the roof. Markets don't dictate anything anymore. The government does. Gas was two. When I was coming back from Florida, it's amazing. I stopped in Tennessee. Because I met my sister. I'm going to marry her. It's a joke. And I filled up. And it was $2.62 a gallon. Back in Illinois or Illinois for you people that don't live there. It was three forty-five. Almost, let's just call it a buck. Almost a buck a gallon more. A dollar a gallon more. So that says to me that that's the state, right? So let's say average gas tank size is 15 gallons just for the hell of it. So that means every time you fill up in Illinois compared to Kentucky, you're spending another $15. I'm assuming you're filling up at least once a week, conservatively, 15 times four when I went to school is 60. So... But let's just add a little bit more to that. So even if you're filling up twice a week, so you're spending 100 to 120 bucks a month. No. Did I just fuck up my math? 15? Yeah, 60 a month. Double that's 120. One, so you're spending 120 bucks a month. Comparable to living in Kentucky. No offense. Compared to Illinois. All because of what appears to be the state throwing a bunch of shit on there. When I was there, the governor of Illinois added another four cents. Not the governor, but the legislature, whatever. Elected officials added another four cents 
per gallon to gas. I don't understand the mentality of what people are thinking, especially people in power. It's like you're dying of thirst. You got a full glass of water by the grace of God. Or let's just say the government gave it to you, like the stimulus checks. And it's hotter than shit. Water's in short supply. Government gives you, out of compassion and empathy, because you need water to live. They give you a full glass of water. Uh, but it continues to stay hot. And the government comes over and they go, hey, we need some more of that water. And then they take half of it from you when originally they gave you a full glass. I don't get it. And it's still not enough. We need more. And they don't give you another glass of water. I, I just don't know what analogy to use. You know, maybe it's me. But well, my income's cut in half or to zero. And I have all these bills to pay. Rent, food, gasoline, insurance, blah, 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 blah. And that isn't any cheaper than it was. And then I called my credit union. No, they called me, actually. And I'm not going to say who. I always keep anonymity, no matter how pissed I get. Because I don't want to make it personal, and I just don't want to call people out. So my credit union for my truck, which, by the way, has gone up almost $6,000 since nobody wants to work and make microprocessor chips. And I saw on CNBC, they did a story on it, that it's going to take six months. If everybody started making microchips again, it's still going to take six months because for some reason it takes six months to make a microchip. I don't know. But my truck has gone up $6,000. A depreciative asset, which it's also a liability because I'm financing it. So it's on both sides of the balance sheet. But still, I've never seen that in my life. A car is appreciating, just a car, a pickup truck. So I guess there's one good thing going about it, but my credit union called me few months ago oh yes hello sir uh can you tell me why your payment's been late are you uh having difficulties because of COVID-19 I'm like you think well you don't have to be like that are you fucking kidding me so I asked for help or assistance or a, a delayed payment or something Nothing free, just a little bit of help, a little bit of relief. Nope. Nice. And then somebody, I'd like to give them credit, but they made a very good point. Our elected servants haven't taken a pay cut, have they? Maybe some have. I don't know. I think they'd probably have to all vote on it, and it would have to be a collective you just can't decide individually but you could decide to donate your salary to charity or half of it 
which some may have. And believe me, I I don't paint a wide, broad stroke that all elected servants are bad. It's not true. But unfortunately, when the ones that have morals and ethics and really care about the country and the people that live here, and they do things like that, the news doesn't cover it. But to my knowledge, I don't know anybody that's taken a pay cut or given half, if not all, their salary to charity or to help people out when us peasants have to get locked down and stay home and make 50 cents on the dollar because your hours got cut in half. That's the reason why I'm in Florida from Colorado. I was perfectly fine and content in Colorado until my employer, nothing on them, because all the businesses shut down. So if your customers don't have an income, then you don't have an income being a service provider to those customers. It's just a big snowball effect. So I got the hell out of Dodge before it got bad again. And I came to Florida. And I'm finding Florida is a little different. I was actually told that I may have to lower my standards as far as work ethics and morals to fit in here. I'm like, what? I'm sorry, but that's not happening. It's supposed to be a progressive uh, escalation of doing the best job, being honest, doing the best to your ability and beyond. That just doesn't make any sense to me. I am not lowering my standards because that's the way supposedly it is here in Florida. I'm not doing it. And that's a big reason why you're listening to someone that's unemployed right now in between jobs. But I will not lower my standards. That that's If I did that when I was running my business, I would never would have made it. It's like raising your kids, you know, and you're in a shitty neighborhood. It's like, well, the other kids are bad and assholes and vigilantes and whatever and don't have any respect for anybody. So I'm just going to let my kids be that way. Really? Well, then you're a horrible parent. Move. And actually, I did that. My kids came home one day from junior high and said, we're being pressured to join gangs. And I said, okay, that's it. House for sale. And we moved. But I just don't understand the, the lowering the standards or compliance or, I mean, why would you do that? What's the point of doing anything if you don't do it to the best of your ability and beyond? There's always a better way. But maybe that's the entrepreneurial coming out. That It's a big reason why I do this show. I don't think I can do it better than anybody i think i can do it differently than anybody those might be one and the same i don't know but i don't come on here go i can do this better than howard stern or joe rogan or you know whoever brand meyer kevin matthews steve Dahl. 
blah, 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 blah. No, all the cast of characters. No, absolutely not. I know I can't, but I can do it differently, right? Blaze a new trail or go, go down the trail that few have traveled and do my own thing. And that's what I'm doing. But to lower my standards and uh, I, no, 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 not going to happen. I try to make this show as best as I can, making improvements uh, equipment wise and topic wise and engagement wise. And I test the waters and then I look at the stats, which I'm going to share here in a minute and see what's resonating with you guys. Cause I don't fucking know. I, I talk about things that I want to hear people talk about. If I'm a listener back when I was a listener and I didn't do this on uh freedomizer radio, I was a listener and I commented in the chat room and the owner of the network said, Hey, and I would call in, which I, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I have a harder time calling in on a show than I do doing a show. I don't know why it's just weird. Maybe because I, it's not my show and it's a matter of respect. And I just don't want to like take over the show, but I started calling in listening in freedomizer network and proof negative show. And he's like, Hey, you want to do a show? I'm like, uh, okay. And I did. And I learned a lot and I learned what not to, what not to do, what to do, blah, 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 blah. Worked on my voice, equipment, listened, feedback, constant improvement. Kazen, actually Japanese business philosophy, Kazen. To always improve. But when I heard, well, you might have to lower your standards. I'm like, fuck, fuck that, man. I ain't doing it. How do you grow or learn, learn with, by lowering your standards to fit in? Should be the contrary. It's like, you need to catch up, Tim. You need to raise the bar. You need to get to our level, whatever that is. Like this. I'm never going to get to a certain level if I continuously improve this show. Whatever that means, I don't know. I just throw a bunch of mud on a wall, and then I kind of look at the statistics, although I'm not a legit type of guy or numbers or this or that, but I do look and see what resonates with you guys, and I thank you for listening and sharing the show. So that's enough of that. And I'm going to share statistics with you guys to show appreciation, not to toot my horn. Because this is my compass telling me where due north is. And sometimes I veer off to west, northwest, north, northeast. No, I got to get back north. And then I'm going to get into the topic here, which is bugging out because I've been hearing more and more people talking about it. You know how animals 
like horses. I, I just see it on TV. So I, I but they're kind of spooked because they know something's coming, like a bad storm or something, and they just start whinnying and kicking and freaking out, or the dog, even your dog. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then within an hour, there's a bad storm. It's like, what? And I think we have that ability that something's not right and people are picking up on it. And I'm hearing more and more and more about, you know what? It just might be time to go off grid. And this is something I know something about because I started doing all that crap uh, preparing for 2012. <laughs> so uh, I will share that two here, but I want to share statistics. If you don't say I'm done the show besides yesterday, come on computer. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. My internet is just horrible. Oh, well just lower your standards and deal with the shitty, uh, ISP. Like, no, <laughs> fucking no, I'm not. You can come get your shit. I'm going to take it in actually. Come get your sh shit. Your service sucks. Call in for tech support. You try to upsell me and I hang up the phone. So I'm going to personally drop your router off and you can shove it up your ass because it's bullshit. So here we go. La, 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 la. Come on, computer. I try. I really try to be proactive and ready but my, my equipment does not want to cooperate. Well, internet service, and that's out of my control. Okay, so just for this month, and I don't even know if that's fair, but let's just do that because I, I don't even know how many episodes I have. Maybe three? So the number one download is from the show yesterday, Life is a Beach, uh, followed then by the Women Haters Club, and then it's Van Halen Friday. So that tells me that you guys like this stuff. But it's just a snapshot. This can all change by the end of the month, and that's fine. People that have been listening is, I still can't, I, I, this is such a mind bender. I'll go to LA and do a fucking show, but number one's California. I would love to do that. And then if I got, I get, I'm just going to say it famous enough. And if you're in LA, Hollywood area, and you just have, I would say, hey, you're a fan of the show, whoever you are, movie star, Mr. And Mrs. Movie Star, pop in and say hi and come on in. I don't care. Set it up with your agent. Set it up. I don't really care. Just pop in and come in because the spontaneity would be just awesome. I mean, that would be so fucking cool. And just pop in and do the show. Oh, my God. That would just be, that would be so fucking cool. Okay. Number one is California. Number two is Illinois. Number three is Arizona, followed by Florida, Indiana, and Oregon. And it's just uh, for me doing three shows this month, which is really nothing. And we are worldwide, which freaks me out. So we have the divided states of America, Ireland, and India, which, you know, it ain't bad. Canada, what's going on with Canada, man? I don't know, they're losing their shit. And I'll show nobody, but that's just seven days for July. And I haven't even, I've only done one show to be honest. 
I was in Illinois that time. So no, I've done one show. This is the second one. But I want to thank you guys for listening and sharing the show. Because according to this goofy thing, my engagement ratings are off the charts. And it's because of you guys. So thank you very much for at least just using the entertainment and may quite possibly educational reasons why I'm doing this, but I just give you something to think about and you do your own homework. I'm not going to have link. I'm not going to have shit. Oh, this is where I found, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I will refer to just out of respect and courtesy that where I get the information from, but you're going to have to do the shit on your own. I am not going to do your homework for you. That's up to you. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So you need to turn the show off and go, okay, fuck that guy. And that's fine. I, I was like, but if I make you think mission accomplished, so that's it. So I'm going to pop in the chair before I get on my thingy here and uh, my topic. Uh, if the computer would work, it won't even go over to that tab. There we go. Okay, here we go. Welcome to my live show. Is that what I said? I didn't say that. Whatever. Okay. DJ Benzo. Thank you. He was helping me with some sound checks. Uh, Kristen, I was kicked out of kindergarten or whatever his name is. Am I going down? I will go elsewhere. I do listen to others. I do think like me when I did on KDR, I was kicked out. Kick, what are you talking about? So are you full of it? Full of what? I do listen to the news. I have a master's degree. Good for you. And I mean that. That is amazing. Oh, I'm a fuck face. Keep listening to your own voice. I am. Is the only one you hear or care about. That's not true. See, here's another, here's another narcissistic perspective when you're not looking deep enough into what I'm actually saying to make you think. And once again, I can talk about me. Not anybody else. I can talk about me. So is there any other enlightening things you, you'd like to say? Quite actually, I care about everybody, but that doesn't come across. I got to work on that, actually. I'll try to figure that one out. The only reason why I do the show is because I do care. <laughs> so I don't come on here to talk, to listen to my voice. I got fed up. I woke up and I need to share what my perspective is so you can figure yours out. That's it. The original red pill show enables to the matrix. You, my dear, are swallowing a blue pill, laying on your, relying on your academics. What's your master's in? I'm curious. And I, and I mean it respectively. You have a master's. That's awesome. My daughter just got her master's. My mother has her master's. Wonderful accomplishment. Congratulations. What's your master's in? Tell me psychology, psychiatry, because that will be, <laughs> that would be interesting. Are you going, are you going to, you can call in if you want. 815-290-0912. I'll give you an opportunity because this isn't fair. I get to talk and nobody's hearing you except your, what I'm sharing in the chat room. 
So I want to know what you what you mean by this though. I was kicked out of KDR or whatever his name is. Who am I going down? I will go elsewhere. I do listen to others. I do think like I do think like me when I did take on KDR. Who's KDR? I was kicked out, banned. Oh, join the club. So I've been kicked off YouTube plenty of times. So I don't know. I, I think we have some commonalities here. Uh, there's a little bit of communication issue or perception, but that's fine. I'm, I don't really care what people think of me. So like it or not, there's plenty of other places to go. Do your own podcast if you feel that strongly and let me know where it is and I will promote it and I will listen to it. So, but I wish you luck and uh, that's it. I've given you plenty of opportunity. Uh, I will leave my phone. I have to leave the phone app open. So if people are saying stuff, I'm not ignoring you. I just can't see it. If I don't leave the phone app open, I can't receive calls. So it's really weird, but that's computers. So this is funny though. Yeah, I get up. Let's see. I get up at five. I don't even have a job right now. I get up at five o'clock. I did my uh, Peloton with Kendall. Um, made my coffee. Had to fix my sound issues for the show. Tried to get on by six. Figured it out with some help with listeners. And I got on here. And yeah, uh, this is all about me. And I want to listen to my voice. I actually don't even like listening to my voice if you really want to know. I just have some things that I want to get out and share. And when good people don't do something, that's when the bad people win. That's why I do this show. 2008. If you would have told me, you're going to do a podcast and a show and all this crap. Yeah, right. No, but the meltdown woke me up. Financial systems rigged. There's a club. We're not in it. That's Gerald Salente's quote. And I woke up to the way things really are. And there's some stuff going on now, and you're just going to have to figure it out yourself. But I'm trying to point you in that direction. This is not about me. Let's see. What, what am I again? A racist. I'm a narcissist, which she's saying without saying it. Uh, misogynist. Uh, asshole. Stupid. What else am I? Fuckface. She called me fuckface. With a mask. That's pretty good. You know, you, you got to be a little bit more open to what other people are saying. You, my dear, are not awake, but keep listening to the show and one day you might. So I wish you the best. Okay. So we're going to start talking about bugging out. So here we go again. I got to talk about myself. Okay. Because that's what I can do. And I never share my opinions. Unless I've gone through the experience, I will actually say, contrary to what people believe, I will say, well, I don't know nothing about that. I don't, I've never been through that. But this I have. I had actually 
physically bugged out. I've done everything besides that. In 2008, with the meltdown and everything that was going on, and I figured out the financial system, which is rigged against us peasants. I don't know anybody that got bailed out. Not personally. All the banks did, all the big businesses did, friends of Washington, blah, 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 blah. And the money never really trickled down to the people that needed it. And you never would get a break for your mortgage or anything else. Kind of very eerily similar of what's going on right now. But instead of a financial meltdown, it was a quote unquote pandemic with a 2% kill rate. But it's very eerily similar, in my opinion, to 2008 times 100. It's just the effect hasn't hit in yet because the government, out of their kindness of their heart, is throwing us breadcrumbs with stimulus checks and unemployment benefits, which to this day, I'm going to say since all this shit started, I have not been on unemployment and I have not received a stimulus check. So for you people, which may sound judgmental, you're accepting all this stuff. Now I will be honest, when I file my taxes, I my accountant goes, this past year, did you get any stimulus checks? I go, no, they didn't send me any. And he goes, okay, well, I'll look into that. And then blah, 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 and calculated my return with stimulus checks that's owed to me, which I don't even like saying that. It's like saying a handout is owed to you. Uh, I'm going to get a refund, which I still haven't gotten yet. But I, I'm like, so I'll be perfectly honest with that. But to this day and moment in time, since all this shit, well, I've actually never filed for unemployment in my life. Uh, no unemployment and no stimulus checks. I have adapted and learned to survive on my own, even though right now I'm unemployed. So Bitcoin kind of helped me out on that, which back when I got into it, nobody did. I guess that's more narcissistic comments, but I did share that. The people that don't share and don't talk are the ones that are narcissists and assholes and like listening to their own voice. Master's degree or not. It's the ones that don't listen and blame other people and be judgmental and call them names, which is fine. I mean, I guess we're two again, or I don't know. Do you call people names or two? 10, seven, seven, 10, 15, 20, 30, 50. I don't know, whatever. Still a lot of name calling going on. Mostly directed at me, but that, that's okay. I'm, <laughs> it's quite amusing, actually. So I got, I got to quit saying that word because I do listen to the show to see what I talked about, not to hear my own voice. And I say so a lot. First, it's, you know, if you listen to people that do this, they're crutch words, you know, you know, you know. You know, you know, like, shut up because you don't even know you're doing it. I'm anchoring now on the word. So I have to be conscious of that because it's irritating to me. I want this to be as enjoyable as possible, at least in my phonetic or 
incorrect grammar structure, speaking abilities, or their lack of. I got into, I was just going to say so right there. See, I caught myself. When the 08, I'm like, what's going on? And I read the book. I read a lot of books, but I read the book that really still got me was The Creature from Jekyll Island. And got into all this financial stuff and found out what was really going on. And I'm like, well, this is bullshit. The bank's in. You're not going to win. So how do you win legally and beat the system that's rigged against you? Well, you really can't. You have to figure that out on your own. But one thing for sure is that you need, this is Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Sorry, I don't have a master's, but I have gone to school. And Maslow's hierarchy of needs is pretty much shelter, food, and your necessities, and I don't like using this word, but essentials to survive. It gets a little complicated or greedy when it goes from needs to wants. But be that as it may, we were all told how non-essential and essential we were as far as needing you in the workforce. No disrespect to anybody, but it's like, well, you're expendable. Okay. But I still need a roof over my head, food, water, and pretty much that's it, right? And some type of maybe medical attention, whether you're on medication or whatever. This is a broad statement. This isn't just a certain demographic of age of or male or female or married, single, whatever. This is just a broad stroke. We all need that. So how do you maintain that when you're deemed unessential? Oh, well, we just cut your hours in half or just, you know, lock you down and we don't need you. But we need all the medical people and high respect to that, high props to that. We need the medical field. We need uh, grocery stores. We need uh, whatever the hell, uh, people that buy, build 5G towers that you don't know about and things of that nature. But you're just pretty much shelved in... Now you need your essentials, but your income's cut in half. How do you do that? And it, it, I mean, how we've been locked down for what? Over a year, year and a half, pretty much. How are you going to maintain your standard of living or less just with essentials? Because now your needs ain't going to be, you know, your motorcycle, your guitars, your your uh, second car, your boat, snowmobiles, whatever, vacation. Nope, 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 nope. Those are non-essential. You don't need those. But you financed them and you got payments and all this other crap. So how are you supposed to maintain your standard or cost of living when your income's cut in half? Well, you can't. So what do you do? And that woke me up in 2008 to prep for that. And then 2012 was coming and now you can laugh about it, but it wasn't a laughing matter back then. 
I kept an open mind and I'm like, you know what? This may happen. It may not happen. But if it does happen, I want to be prepared. And then you get into the prepping thing. And some people went really, and they just got totally off grid and prepped. And there's still some people like that right now. There might even be communities like that. I'm sure there are. But that was more of, oh, this is coming, 2012 Mayan calendar, Planet X, Nubruru, then in the film, and you know, all this. I mean, how deep do you want to go <laughs> into this? But the fact remains is that you're still going to have to have food, water, and shelter, and clothing, and there's another one, hygiene. I mean, all this stuff. You need the stuff. So I've been paying attention since I woke up since 2008. That's 13 years. And I have never heard more people bringing up the topic of, of bugging out. Now, this is something that I've had in my head. I've actually executed plans. I have had a learning curve on this, which I'm sharing with you. This isn't about me. I never knew that canned goods had expiration dates. I mean, I, I know I did, but it's like, oh, it doesn't matter. It's a canned good. It'll last forever. Not true. So I bought all this canned food crap, and I ended up throwing half of it away. Because there's an expiration date on there. Tell me, for a reason. So then I got into the uh, dry storable foods the last 20 years and blah, 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 and I bought a bunch of that. Well, since my life changed after getting divorced and losing my business uh, six years ago, I really can't keep carton storable foods around. So I gave most of it away. And now it's just me anyway. So, and of course, that's selfish and narcissistic, but that's the facts. It's just me. I need to feed my ass. And then any friends or whatever, of course, I would help them too. But right now, I have to be worried about me. And that's what I am doing. But I heard it on Alex Jones. I heard Mike Adams. Both of those guys said they're both going to be off grid in three to five years. And these guys have their pulse on this stuff. And their sources that they won't divulge in this and that and everything else. But it's coming up more and more. And these guys are always at the tip of the spear of what's going on. So it's starting to make me think. And then when COVID-2 hits, the next lockdown is going to be really bad, and there is going to be no recovery. Businesses just can't handle it. So you may want to look. Uh, there's a book called Strategic Relocation by Joel Skousen. Phenomenal book. Awesome. He's got all the states rated by Because the problem is, where do you, what do you do? Okay, I'm bugging out. Where do you go? And you got to be off grid. So you're going to have to be self-sustainable. How do you do that? Where do you go? Where's the best dates? I don't know. Are you just going to pick up and move and find out that way? But that's an awesome book. I got, I got to take a break right now. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. Sorry about that. Please stand by.
All right. Sorry about that. I, I got like two cups of coffee in me and a big old water from working out from doing Peloton. It's, I just could, I, I was going to just end the show, but I don't want to, cause I got a few other things I want to say. So there's the strategic relocation by Joel Skousen. I'm sure there's plenty, there's plenty of more books, plenty of more books. There's plenty books. There's plenty more. What the fuck would you say? Anyway, there's more books that you can do research on. I'm sure there's plenty of survival podcasts. I'm just going to let you know, a lot of them are way out there and extreme. So it might turn you off because it's going to be too much too quick. I would try to find a middle of the road type of guy or girl or both families or whatever. There, I'm sure there's stuff on YouTube about it. But it came to my attention because Mike Adams said it and he compared uh, an analogy to or metaphorically to this condo that collapsed and one woman woke up in the middle of the night or whenever this happened, I think it was the middle of the night and there was like a crack going down the wall of her condo as wide as your hand. And she's like, well, that ain't right. And she ran out of the building and shortly thereafter collapsed because she heeded the warning. And I can't, I can't believe she's the only one that saw that. So the other ones that saw it probably like, oh, look at that, and rolled back over and fell asleep. So that's the difference literally between between being awake and paying attention to the signs or not. Being apathetic, well, I'm just going to roll over and go back to sleep. And that's what most people do. They're not paying attention. Is there a big-ass crack in your wall or your foundation? And are you just ignoring it? Are you paying attention to the signs? One big thing, in my opinion, on a macro social, psychological behavior, sociology, actually, I guess would be the best term. People are full of apathy. Oh, that's just the way it is. I can't do nothing about it. Blah, 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 blah. You might want to do a little bit of research on starvation. According to Alex Jones and InfoWars, he's getting reports that grocery stores are having less and less product on their shelves. So what happens when you go to the store if you can't even afford it and there's no food? Well, you just go to the other store. Okay, well, then what if there's no food there? Supposedly, it's because we don't have enough truckers, which I don't know. That may be true. I don't know. You're going to have to do your own homework. I'm not looking into that. All I see is there's no or less food on the shelves, and the prices are going sky high. So that makes me think, hmm, well, if I can't buy food for whatever reason, I better have some as a backup just in case. And then they're talking about some type of massive cyber attack for the electrical grid that they were saying could be out for three months. Have you ever lost your power just for a few hours, let alone eight hours? I have. It sucked. First thing I'm worried about is, uh uh-oh, 
I just went shopping and my fridge and freezer are full of food. Which if you're lucky and you keep the door shut, it might survive 12 to 24 hours. Don't quote me on that, but I do know a little bit about refrigeration because it's what I do for a living. Something else I know. And I will call myself an expert on it. 38 years, I think I can. But you're like, oh shit. What about all that food I just bought that cost me a million dollars? It's going to go bad. So there's little things that you need to do. And if you want to be a narcissist and selfish like me, to take care of yourself. At this point in my life, that's all I really need to worry about right now because where I'm at in my life. But. I was raising two kids. I had a wife. I even had families that were reliant on me for a paycheck to make sure that they could provide for their family. The ones that started their own business are fine right now. They used to work for me. So this goes way deeper than just you. And even if it is just you, you got your neighbors, you got your close friends, you got your family members. It's more than just about you. But when you start thinking like that and even saying, oh, you're crazy and that's never going to happen. It's like, oh, no, that's never happened in the history of the world with anybody whatsoever. My co-host on Freedom Revolution Network, when we do a show, he was listening to the show that him and I did on, or I think I just did it, on the Nuremberg Code. And a friend overheard it. It's like, who are you listening to? And he told them. And the guy was like, oh, you, you're going to get in trouble from the government. You can't say shit like that, this and that, and everything else. I go, okay, well, ask him this. If it was back in the 1940s when Hitler was in charge and Hitler was getting, doing all, all that he did, would you stand up against him or would you let him do what he did? Because, see, that's the real test. I, for one, would speak out. And I'd probably be dead. Probably, I mean, probably, I'm sorry, would be dead. There's a pretty good chance of that. But there's no difference now if you let it happen without calling it out. That's why good people have to do good things or the bad people or evil people will win. But even more than that, when it comes down to it, you're going to have to be responsible for yourself and your survivability, and your friends, if you choose to, and your family, and your dog. People don't even put pets into it. Well, I just go store and buy a bag of pedigree. <laughs> uh, can't. Do you have backup dog food for your dog or for your cat, or are you just going to watch it starve to death? Starvation is very, very sensitive and so, such a horrible atrocity that you should do your homework on it. And not only that, after you talk to your doctor and all this kind of shit, I don't know if you ever fasted before, but that's an experience in itself. But when a certain point comes to starvation with somebody, I don't even want to go there. You get pretty desperate. 
So that's just all the basic stuff, whether you bug out or not. But if you do decide to bug out and go off grid, where are you going to go? So, like I said, I actually interviewed Joel Skousen a few years ago when I was on Freedom, uh, Freedomizer Radio. Very interesting conversation. I recommend his book, and then you'll learn some other things about prepping and bugging out and where to go and where not to go. But he breaks it all down in the book. It's phenomenal. Because the last thing I want to think anybody would do is, well, I'm going to bug out there because I think I should go there. It's not going to be good enough. It's an amazing book. It's worth it. I know it was on Amazon, but it was out of print. I wore mine out so much, the book fell apart, and I threw it out. I would like to buy it again. Uh, just ch- type Joel Skousen. I think it's S-K-O-U-S-E-N. And uh, strategic relocation. And the book, just for reading is entertaining and educational like the show supposed supposed to be at least and do that if this even kind of sparks any curiosity into you because if you just want to do nothing then nothing's gonna happen but i don't like what i see i see a big old crack in the foundation and i actually said to myself well, I'll just buy more food and shove it into my freezer. But then what if the power goes out? So there's very good storable foods that you can look into. Uh, Patriot Supply, I think, is it. I know on Infowars.com on the store, there's his brand. I mean, what's it going to hurt to have a week or 30 days of emergency food? Nothing, really. I think it's kind of smart. Whether it's a natural disaster, Chinese, or God knows who they're going to blame. Or you're unemployed and you can't afford groceries and you can fall back on that. There's really nothing wrong with it. It's just like I would like to think of it as an insurance policy. But don't go nuts. Oh, I, I got 30 more years to live, so I'm going to buy 30 years of storable food. <laughs> I'm like, okay. You can do that if you want to. And then you'd have more to share with people instead of watching them starve to death. But believe me, they're not going to be asking. They're going to be coming and taking it. So be careful with that. That's about it for that topic. I just want to spark your interest in you just may have to bug out. And it's not a bad idea, in my opinion, to look into it, but don't get obsessed with it and don't jump down the rabbit hole. There's nothing wrong with providing for you in your family if you're still, people are still dependent on you for leadership and monetary reasons. That's your job. Whether you're a mother, father, single father, single mother, whatever, grandma, grandpa, raising your grandkids for some reason, that's on you. And I don't really like saying this because, I mean, it's a very nice trait, 
But if you're not going to do it for you, do it for them. And do it for Fluffy. Because Fluffy's fat ass isn't going to be fat for much longer if you don't have food for him or her either. And look into the possibility of, I need to get the hell out of here. I did it from Colorado to Florida, but I didn't bug out. I just relocated. But I think there's going to be a day where it's going to be time to bug out. And I'm a little bit prepared for that. But I am going to focus a little bit more on that and have some type of plan. Try to find like-minded people. And then if I got to pull the trigger, so to speak, I just got to get my ass on my, well, that's a whole nother subject. Your truck, your car, your motorcycle, bicycle, walk, skateboard, roller skates. I don't know. It's a very mind bending topic that just seems to be going on forever. And it does. But if you have cracks in your foundation and you're ignoring them, you better be paying attention. And that's all I got to say about that. So I'm going to do an episode soon, if not tomorrow, because this runs into health and wellness. You better be in pretty good shape. If this goes into survival mode and I'll share a little bit without what about that, because I live it. I don't just come on here and speak. I live it. And if I don't live it or haven't experienced it, I won't talk about it, but I may talk about it to look into it because that's how we keep growing and learning things and trying to find due north on our compass or at least mine. I have no idea, but there's plenty of resources, YouTube, podcasts, Twitter, I guess. I don't know. I I found a lot about a lot of network networking on Twitter. I really don't use any other social media, but I do listen. I do get emails. I do listen to InfoWars and I'm listening to them and then analyzing it and doing my own homework to see if this is just all horseshit or if there's something to it. And I think there's a little bit something to this, but maybe not. I don't know. I mean, 2012 never happened. So we could sit back and laugh about it and look like a fool, but I did learn by it. So that's the worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to spend a little money and you're going to learn something. And what's wrong with that? All right. So that's it. I'm going to end the show. I'm going to pop back into uh, the chat room. See if anybody else is calling me any more names. If it loads. Nope. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Yes. You mean offense. I didn't see that. You fuck. I'm a fuck. You're making fun of the South. It's a joke. You are acting grandiose. Well, I need to entertain you. So I don't think you're acting. Well, I am, but that's okay. I hope your dentures fly out of your flapping. I don't have dentures. My teeth are perfectly fine. Grandiose mouth. Your truck was one out. Was what? 
Uh, oh my God, you do that voice way too well. Well, I try to entertain. I'm doing impressions, so. Speak through your whiny ass nose. Speaking through your whiny ass nose. Okay, check you later. Okay. Joe Biden's message on the 4th of July. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, my God. I hate blockchain, dub. Do we talk about Bitcoin? Dude, I don't know. Whenever you want to. I want to talk about it. So, see, the, this person, Kristen Ford, she she's very defensive, and that's a normal reaction, and I've heard it before. Whiny ass nose voice. I hope I don't sound like that. I've been working really hard on my voice. Hmm. Just have to realize 90% of the show is sarcastic. And when I make fun of, it's exactly that. So it's called an attempt at humor, just like a professional comedian. They make jokes about things. That doesn't mean that's how they feel or think about it. it. They just relate it to humor. That's it. That's ridiculous. I even have to explain this. Uh, whenever you want. Dude, I mean, I don't know. Um, call, call me here at the show number. Leave a voicemail and we'll figure it out. It's Google Voice. So I don't want cell phone in here. And, now I know why, because it'd be blown up by people that just don't get it. But that's okay. That's all right. I just hope people that throw this back on me kind of step back a little bit and actually think about what I'm saying. But when people are on the defensive right away, you can't get through to them. I probably guess she's probably a Democrat, a liberal Democrat, and it's everybody else's fault. An educated one, which could be worse, but open-minded, no. And for you to figure things out or for me to figure things out, we have to step back from the outside, swallow a red pill and go, hmm, wow, I never thought about it that way. Then you'll start seeing things that you haven't seen before. It's called waking up, but she's not awake. She's not, I can, I can tell you that right now. And the Bitcoin conversation would be futile because she wouldn't listen to it. And there's other people like that, but that's the reason why I do that show is for these people to wake up. So don't take my word for it. Call me all kinds of names. I don't care. Cause this show is about you to wake up and pay attention and to see what may or may not be what's really going on. That's your determination, but just to swallow blue pill and I'm going to get, and I mean, no offense by this master's degree is, Oh my God, congratulations. <laughs> that, that is such an accomplishment for anybody. I have mad respect for that, but life is more than an education. It's knowledge, experience, wisdom, and finding the right path by paying attention, not by being indoctrinated and told how to think. So that's enough. That's the essence of this show. And I was like all that other stuff 
get a job, work hard, get married, get a house, get two houses, go to school, get an education. Everything will be fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, not so much. So in 2008, I woke up. Some people are waking up. Some people refuse to. That's fine. Pick your own path because it's on you. I am just sharing how I got to that point and where I'm at and the things that I'm seeing right now in real life and how I perceive it. That's it. So anyway, dude, I would love to talk about Bitcoin. So I put my, uh, there's so again, I put my uh, number in there. So leave me voicemail or here, red pill show. People really need to, here we go again. I would love like right now, I don't want to get into this too much right now. I'm buying Chiba coin and I'm surviving on my Bitcoin profits. But when I was buying it and telling people to buy it, it was falling on deaf ears. Or I, I really can't tell you to buy it. I can't do that. But I can say this is what I'm doing. See, that's another thing, too. I can't come on here and tell you to buy anything. I'm not licensed. I'm not qualified. I don't have any of the certifications. I can only tell you what I'm doing. But once again, that's t oh, talking about you. You're a narcissist and an asshole and fuck off. Like, yeah, okay. You're missing the whole point. But now I'm getting into Sheba. Red Pill Show 2012 at yahoo.com. I'd love to do a show on it. Because that's something I know enough about, but I don't know enough about. And people are so confused by it, they still don't get it. And I, I try to put it in the most simplest terms and basic terms to communicate that to people that are interested in it. But I'd love to. So please email me. We'll do a show. That's an hour and 20 minutes. So that's, uh, there's no, oh man, I got to put a post-it right here. Don't say so. But it's time to end the show. An hour and 18 minutes. Thanks for listening to me. And I live in the South. So why would I insult the South? I'm just sharing my perspective in jokes. I, I'm paying too much attention to that right now. But she just lit up the chat room with all these comments. You don't think I'm acting. Hmm. Then I'm a good actor. Maybe I'll get into movies. How's that sound? If I'm that convincing, because this is my radio, well, whatever this is, this is my personality or my character on the Red Pill Show. Like I said, Jennifer Aniston's not really um, Rachel. Keanu Reeves is not really Neo. Me, this is not really me, but it is on my show. And my job and mission is to engage you, entertain you, and make you think. That's it. And it's about you, not about me. 
So please share the show. I got to go. Time to uh, do some shit. I can find a job. Quit being a loser. And uh, yeah, I call myself a loser because I'm a narcissist and an asshole and a fuck face and everything else. And I hate the South and I don't like women and I'm a racist. And uh, yeah, I just really don't give a flying fuck about anybody but me. So please share the show and people that are like-minded and want to hear that kind of crap. Let them know. All right. Thanks for listening to me. Have a great day. You have been listening to the original Red Pill Show.